Welcome to the Cool Fireman Podcast, a virtual firehouse kitchen table with What's a Rolfie, Unky, Fireman 1231, JDB Cubed, and Fireman Freddy. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Cool Fireman Podcast. It is another day, and uh, we have four of us here. I have myself, Unk, Fireman Fred, and the one and only, the champion of the people, Doug. What's up, boys? The champ is here. The champ is here. Oh, sorry. Is this in the way? I'm sorry. My bad. (laughs) There's a gleam. There's a shine. It's keeping me in the eyes. Let me get that out of the way. Sorry. Doug wins a championship, and everybody's got to know it. Yeah. You see that? Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, All right. Welcome go. back. Thanks for coming. Um, not sure exactly which episode number this is, but it's enough. Uh, we're having a great time so far, and thanks for uh, joining us along this journey. Uh, today, boys, we're talking about a little bit of firehouse banter. Um, is Ooh. it is it har- harassment, harassment, or is harassment. it just a fun uh, little poke the bear? Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think um, if I was to start it off, uh, you know, I think that's the fire hood, the fire, the fireman traditions. Of, the fire. The fire hood. You ever heard of that? Oh. The, the fire hood traditions uh, run yeah. deep. And I think that some of that has to do with some thick skin that the boys before us had um, that setting the foundation for the fire, for the fire service. And so I think it's tough for us to get away from it. But that big, bad human resources thinks that they could come in as the villain and stop all of our fun. <laughs> um, so if you guys don't like kind of understand my viewpoint on this whole thing, I, you know, I can go both ways. Right. And I think you guys kind of feel the same. Maybe, uh, you know, I walked that line, the, uh, what it was that line, the, the Luke fence Walker, uh, you know, mile. Oh. Yeah. It can go either way. You know, you could, you could, you could take things too far. Right. And, you know, really hurt somebody, um, not know what they're dealing with somewhere else possibly. And then you're just making it worse. Um, so there's always a time when you got to kind of check yourself, but there's also some really, uh, good time in the firehouse to, uh, banter back and forth and, uh, maybe pull some pranks, uh, one or two pranks. Um, I'm sure we'll hear about them during this uh, conversation, but, uh, I don't know, like I said, I can kind of see both sides. Um, one thing that we like to do with our probies is as soon as they're finished with their 12 months uh, and they're, you know, good and ready to go, we'll, we'll put them up in front of the ape and we'll, a couple of us will climb on top of the roof with a bucket of water. Well, as we all know, sometimes firemen go a little bit too much and we filled it with too much water. And I mean, literally, I, I want to say it was probably like 20 gallons of water it comes down on this poor <laughs> guy from like 25 feet and it, he had his helmet on and he had this like sign that we made for him. Like, look, Ma, I passed probation, you know, <laughs> it was a wet and wild ride or whatever it said. And then all of a sudden this water comes down there's a couple of us filming and we see this water in slow motion and it took his helmet shield right off his helmet. And thank God the kid was like super in shape. I mean, it would have probably ripped my neck straight off my head, my, my, my shoulders. <laughs> Um, so that's just kind of an example of us taking it a little bit too far sometimes with the pranks, but, uh, anything comes to your mind, uh, as far as, uh, you know, banter and pushing it too far, or not enough, whatever. I, Doug's probably gonna tell me ducks tapes his, uh, his rookies to backboards and gives them a reverse mohawk, but, um, we'll, no. what are we doing? Uh, I, I have been known to be a habitual line stepper as uh Charlie Murphy. 
but uh or Rick James rather. But no, I've never I've never duct taped anybody to a backboard. Um the biggest issue day one to me is to let your probie or anybody for that matter know, look, man, if anything got home another peg. I just got home. If anything is too loud or too too much or crosses a line, um, you should have some internal filter of of what might be too much. You know, you, it's it's a lot of common sense involved. All right, we want to laugh, we want to joke, we want to take uh, invite the rookies in and let them know that they're part of 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 us. But at the same time, you need to have some common sense about look: is this insensitive? Is this inappropriate? Because um, those things don't have room in the fire station because that's just going to lead to massive issues. Now, if you're talking about joking with the probie, playing pranks on the probie, again, common sense has to come into play. Water's an old-time trick. Um, taking the the, uh, the bolts out of a guy's bed so he falls down. Um, I draw the line at turnout gear. You're not going to mess with my turnout gear. That's a problem. We're not Safety gear out of commercial. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites, of course, uh, well, not this isn't my favorite, but the flower while you're in the shower. One of my favorites is to go in the bathroom while, wh- what is this thing doing? It's giving me a thumbs up because I got my thumb up. Come on. <laughs> um, to go in the bathroom while dude's on the crapper with a water can and just, just let her eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's a good one. But uh, yeah, uh, common sense comes into play with again. Is it inappropriate or is it is it offensive? Can anybody else third party harassment? Can anybody else be offended by this? Um, again, know your audience, know your room, but let the rookie know that look, if people are hurt, you get told this in drill school. If they're messing with you, it's because they like you. You know, if they're silent to you, that's a problem that needs to be addressed. But again, you need to fill all that out. You don't just dive head first into this stuff. If they're silent, you probably have a nickname that you don't know. Yes, that you don't know about. Right. Freddie, what are you weirdos doing? To film? So besides hip hop. This was this was definitely um a topic that, that I wanted wanted to bring up because it's definitely generational too, if you think about it. I've got you've got uh we call them the old timers, you've got like the, the current guys, and you got the up and comers that are coming in. And every generation is different on, you know, the the greatest generation or what have you. You know, they could basically, you know, s- strip them down with 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 the cut downs, if you will, and just absolutely destroy them. And they would they'd yuck it up and laugh and, and be okay with it. And and uh, you know, the the new age firefighter, if you will, uh, it maybe it's not exactly uh, the way that. That it happens now. Uh, the one thing uh, um, that I know I, I personally do um, suffer from, or, or maybe it's one of my my faults, is I, I tend to get um, familiar and comfortable uh, quickly with people when when I seem to uh, get along with them. If that makes sense. Um, so. That's something that I I believe if you're new to a department, whether you're a rookie, brand new into the service, or you're new at a department and you've worked somewhere else for for a long time, this is something that I dealt with. You come in and you maybe make a connection with somebody and you almost try and recreate 
a relationship that you had at your previous spot where you had 10, 11 years and you're like, oh, you know, this guy is exactly like this guy that I used to work with. So I can have that back and forth right away. And it ends up being like, hey, man, like, I don't even know you. Why are you why? Like, we're, we're not cool like that type thing. So you got to be able to to ease into it. And that goes that goes for rookies, too, because uh, I may have worked with somebody for 11 years and we we ran a call together where, you know, he stepped in dog crap and slipped in a house and fell down. It was covered in dog crap. And I might make a joke about it. Uh, at the dinner table or, or something like that. Uh, that's kind of a joke between us and maybe a couple of other people on the department. Um, it's really going to rub people the wrong way if the rookie who was not on that call or it wasn't didn't even work during that time is like, oh, yeah, I heard you were the dog crap man or something like that. That That's probably going to run rub people the wrong way. Um, the dog crap man. The dog crap man. Uh, I agree with Doug though. You have to. You have to read. You got to read somebody. Like, if everybody's, you know, if everybody's really keying in on a dude and they start to look withdrawn, or uh, you know, they get up and leave or something like that. That's that's where the leadership maybe comes in. Go talk to him. Pull him on the side. Like, hey man, you good? Like, well, you know, everybody's really. Everybody's really, you know, making fun of my mom and, you know, she she passed away three months ago and it's still really, you know, still really raw or something like that. And that's where, you know, maybe, oh, okay, we didn't know. Like, we're we're just trying to have fun, like, whatever, and and didn't realize that it's raw. And that's, and that's something that you, you never know what people are going through. And so jokes, jokes here and there are awesome, but you got to kind of read the room, I guess. Are there new standards? Is there a new ceiling height for harassment versus, you know, like fun banter, right? So what I bring up now is nowadays social media is huge, right? I mean, we're all on social media. That's how we met. Um, but, you know, it's inside the firehouse. And so maybe not as heavy as we're into it. But I mean, you guys, we were just joking about it um, off air. I think we were. But when you go on TikTok Live, and I mean, it does not take very much when you're on TikTok Live to get for your screen to go blank, and he says you're banned for a week, and you're like, "Holy shit, Mike, that's crazy!" I mean, you just banned just for a week. It's and a I'll person, and I didn't like what you said. Yeah, but I I don't even think it's that. I think TikTok has algorithms that are listening to you. And they, it, it it pulls certain words and how you're saying it, and it'll automatically, with no questions asked, shut you down. Went into one of Nick's lives, and of course, Nick's, a, I love him to death. He's like a brother. Um, I was joking with him, and I said, hey, you're fat. And I said it twice, and it booted me out of the line. It did. Yeah, but, you know, the, again, the algorithm, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the, the world we live in now where like, all right, we're not going to tolerate any kind of that stuff. They don't know that we each other and whatever you know you would you know, it's not a big deal but again it's the, it's the society we live in yes yes it, i went on your life doug and we were talking about how big your fire department it was and you got banned <laughs> that's true it was true wasn't it done it could be the biggest i'd like for jogi but we were talking about how big your fire department was and he got booted in like in like 10 parsecs it was it was out. Yeah, the whole parsec. Newton's lying. 
even TikTok doesn't like how you talk about your department. <laughs> so I think there's a new standard. I don't know. I think that the new generation is creating. You guys bullied, bullied me about my white beard. Holy cow. Well, I think I think part of it. I think part of it is is maybe there's not a new standard, but you know, forty years ago. Well, hold on. Forty years ago, there was no social media. There wasn't cell phone videos. There wasn't this instant being able to instantly communicate with each other. So a lot of the stuff that got said in the firehouse, it was just in the firehouse. And now, you know, people are recording or on a cell phone with their, with their wife and they hear something in the other room or, or what have you. And and all of a sudden these, these, uh, playful, uh, cutting down or, or whatever you want to call it between us, where it's like, to us is is cool. Third party uh, offended. Third party offended, or somebody sees a video and they're like, "I can't believe that somebody would say that to you." And it's like, "Well, no, it's not a big deal." Like, me and me and me and Joe are buddies, and that's what we say to each other. And somebody'd be like, "Well, if somebody said that to me, that I'd be I'd be pissed off." And then it's you know, then it turns into like. Everybody at everybody at Doug's department is is rude or 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 what have you, and I you know, and it and it definitely um, it it gets dangerously close to the line of, you know, if if everybody's like, if if there's one person that it seems like everybody's just keying in on constantly every day every shift for weeks and weeks and weeks like, <clears throat> where is that we're messing with him to. Now we're like literally beating this person down or are you telling jokes because you specifically don't like this person? That damn like it's a fine line throughout the whole thing. And if we dog you all day long, you got to let that guy know sometime during the day or something. Hey man, it's okay, man. Yeah. We're missing with you. You know, let them know basically you're letting in on the joke, but then you turn on and go right back at it. You know, just let them know it's okay. And if he has, somebody's got to pull him aside and make sure it's all right. Yeah. And this is kind of hard. It's kind of borderline what we talked about um, with uh, Kenny about the mental health awareness and, you know, how he talked about, like, we got to stop beating ourselves up so bad. And it's true. You know, I mean, you talked about the old timers. First of all, I'm going to go on a little tangent on that one, Fred, you know, how the old guys say like, oh, we're, we're the old guys. Like, I don't know why, but that's just like such a pet peeve of mine in the fire service. Like, like you're still like, you're still a member of this fire department and right. what, and what you give the experience that you have is invaluable to what you're giving. But they, you know, you know how it is like when you have a certain amount of years on all these guys just want me out now. Cause they want to promote or and it's like, oh my God, stop. Like stop. That's not what it is. Yeah. Stop whining. Like if you want to be retired, in retire like i don't care i love you man you know i mean of course there's those captains who are like why don't you retire yesterday you know um but but just oh i'm the old guy now okay i get it your elbows are shot your knees suck and you're you've had you know whatever 15 surgeries i get it. anyway why are we like, tearing ourselves? why are we creating tears amongst ourselves? the city does a great job doing that anyway let's not do it to ourselves yeah no kidding no kidding but anyways, that was my tangent. Now I forgot what I was still talking about. So someone's got to take it from there. <laughs> but it's, we're in a job that nobody leaves. 
we're in it for 20 to 30 or th more years. So everybody's got to be careful because one, it happened in my department. Everybody picked on a certain gentleman and har harassed him. One guy assaulted him. He ended up being the fire chief. Ooh. And this dude is the, the master of paperwork. But he sat back, you know, cut like, you know, you're the one that punched me in my chest when I was a nobody. You know where I sit at now, right? Multiple <laughs> tiers above you. And and so you got to be careful of who these people are because you're going to leave a mark on them. They're, they might be your officer one day. Um, and because we don't promote, I mean, we don't leave the department. So if the kid got, uh, what was, was the, uh, the poo name, nickname, you're the poo guy or whatever. I mean, that's, oh, yeah, that was, I'll stay to you in your career. It's just horrible. Uh, that's, that's a good thing that that's an interesting topic that you brought up too. Unc is, is, you know, once people promote, like <clears throat> Matt and I work together, we ride the ambulance for 10 years. He might have a couple of years ahead of me. Now he promoted to lieutenant. And that's not saying that you absolutely can't, you know, poke and, and have fun. But at the same time, like you might have new rookies there and you might have, there's got to, you got to be able to uh, understand that there's still a rank structure in, and cutting down an officer maybe at an inappropriate time is, it does nothing for leadership and within the department. It does nothing with continuity of, of uh, chain of command, if you will. And so that, that introduces a whole new wrinkle into it of like, if it's, yeah. if it's joking time around the table. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know if on a fire scene or even in training or, or something like that, if you're going to start poking and poking and prodding, and it just kind of undercuts. Oh, it takes us one person. That be, you add into that element, come and visit your fire station. Y'all joking, having a good time. And all of a sudden, some chief walks in, or even an officer from anybody from the fire department. And, you know, y'all probably be there. Your captain's like, but, you know, don't, don't, don't start that joke up again right now. This is serious because we have a guest. Yeah. But it's, it's so many fine lines. Pretty. It, it, it goes back to the common sense thing I talked about. And, Knowing that one, you're not being inappropriate or insensitive, but <clears throat> excuse me, it's what I preach to my softball girls is look, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have fun. But when we start warming up and when we get in the dugout to get ready to take the field, we flip a switch and all that playtime is over with. Now it's go time. And it's the same thing with if you're, you know, when the tones drop, you go out, all, right, all that stuff's over with. Now it's go time. I'm in work mode. I'm in Mr. Professional. Let's get the job done. Or like Oki just said, when you know have visitors are in or, or anybody's from admin or whatever the case may be, everybody should understand that that flip has, that switch has to flip and you have to, all right, we're done lollygagging. Now, granted, when the chief comes for lunch, we still try to keep it lighthearted and make a joke here and there, but it's a more professional type of joke. And uh we still want to laugh because that's what we did. You know, we we well, to make sure Phil episode, we deal with our traumas through laughter and jokes and poking and prodding. Um, but you said it, you said it, okay, it's a fine line between what's insensitive and what's inappropriate and what's just good, good old fashioned fun. And you have to have that conversation. Freddie's talking about if somebody starts being silent, you have to be able to have those conversations of look, man, Hey, look, we're not trying to you know, be disrespectful. We're trying to make the day go by. And if that's something that went too far, let me know. And I'll talk to the people who work that out and Hey man, we you know whatever, you know, cause again, I talked once about. Uh, a few episodes back about my rookie dealing with a lot of personal stuff 
Well, when he finally told me that, it changed a lot of things because now we know this. We didn't know those things. So now we handle him differently. We still joke at him, but it's in a different manner. But again, that's all about communication. And you know, okay, you were talking about the generational thing um, or, or that we work here. This is a career for a lot of people. Well, that's starting to go the other way too with these with the millennials and the Gen Z, I think is what's happening right now or whatever. They don't mm-hmm. typically want to work the same job for 25 or 30 years. So the fire service is struggling as a result of that. You know, they come in, they may work here for three or four years and they don't feel like they're satisfied, so they leave. You know, so that's starting to go by the wayside also. Hmm. Yeah. Well, when you come, when you got on this, I'm a big fan of, uh, I've been in my department for long enough that people have, sur- oh, let's say, surpassed me. I'm still a firefighter. I'm not looking to get promoted. So all these people, I know, uh, I was 10 years on the job. Now they're the captain of the truck or they're the battalion or higher up chief. So I, I have a certain way I can joke with them or yeah. you this guy like you that you hate. Like, I never want to call that guy captain on scene. I don't even call you by your last name or your first name. Absolutely. It's your title. I call it respect position because we're in public eye and everybody's watching firefighters. Everybody's interested in what we do in general. And I'm one person I constantly tell captains, I was like, you got to be careful taking me out in public because I'll start wandering off my mind, have a conversation with somebody. <laughs> and we, we all play, play around, but we try to catch each other. I'm like, hey, yeah, that's, that's firehouse talk. Well, then that's a good point, though, that, you know, in all of us, in every fireman, firewoman, firefighter, rather, in the country has has a supervisor at some point, if they've been on a job for more than a year or two, has encountered a company officer, a battalion chief, what have you, that has rubbed them wrong in some way of leadership, whether, whether they don't agree with that term, that way of leadership. But that's the situation where you just talked about, okay, you don't have to respect the person, but you have to respect their title and their position. And again, when it's go time, there's no time for your feelings. Your feelings need to be put in the jar, in the drawer, in your locker. And when it's go time, yeah, chief, what you got? Yeah, cap, what you got? I'm on it. You know, all that crap goes out the window, and it's 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 business time. It's it's funny you say that. So my one of my fr- really good friends at work, he's a captain, and um, he had talked about. We had a discussion about what we do is when somebody retires. <clears throat> As much many of us that are available that day, we'll go to one of our stations and we'll stand in two lines, and the guy or gal will walk down the middle. We'll salute them, you know. And wow. my one buddy, and my my one buddy was like, "Well, just brought up the question. This didn't have anybody anything to do with any specific person." Um, but he goes, "Well, what if I don't want to salute this person? Like, what if this person was a dick to me the entire career, right?" So right. he had this question and we had this discussion about it, right? And I go, no, you, you got to show up and show your your support for the fire department, for the citizens that you're there for everybody, right? The whole fire department. And so he actually asked some people that were in the military and um, they said, you're not, so in that case, you're not saluting the guy, you're saluting the rank. Mm-hmm. And so when he's walking down, whether he's a firefighter, uh, career long firefighter, whatever you want to do, all the way up to the fire chief, and he's walking down that line, you're saluting the rank, and then in my opinion, you're also saluting, you know, everybody in the fire department. Um, every every person of them. Yeah, yeah, and so that, that makes twenty percent. Whatever you're 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 saluting that rank for your entire department. Yeah, for everyone. What you've got, you can think of at least three or four ones that you really admire and you really respect. You're 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 saluting that lieutenant, that captain, that chief, whatever. It doesn't matter who that person is. You're saluting the the insignia on their cop. Yeah, 
or you, or you could just change mentally your mind. If that person's retiring, just be happy he's gone. Right. And, you know, I, I do that all the time. When yeah. we have certain people leave, I'm like, congratulations. I, I'm all happy for you because goodbye. You're no longer on <laughs> Man, it's been great working with you. And it's also what's in public eye, what's in private eye. We've had it where the fire chief has come through the fire station. He's He was lower ranking, but when he made fire chief, he came around and shook everybody's hand. And a couple of people were like, no, thank you. I'm good. But it was in the, it was inside the firehouse. It wasn't in the public eye. And he goes, and he understood it. He was cool with it. He's like, I understand. Not a problem. Went down the, down the line, shaking other people's hands. Yeah. Well, on, on that same token, Unky, if anybody of that stature or, or that tier, rather, whatever you, however you want to break it down, has to understand that when they become a leader and when your span of control goes from three to five to, to 10 to 20 to 60 to 80 to the department, whatever the case may be, the higher you go, the more people aren't going to like you. And you have to be, look in the mirror and say, you know what? That's okay. Hey, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not a fan. That's not the right word, but some decisions I make are not going to sit well with something. And I have to lay down at night knowing that, you know what? That's okay. Because that's my job. I did the best I could in making that decision. Right. I did the best I could for the most people. And some people aren't going to agree that you're not going to please everybody. And as you promote up, you have to understand that. And you have to not hold that against the firefighters or lieutenants. If you're above them, if it's a captain level decision, whatever, not hold that against your subordinates that, you know what? They didn't like that decision. Now I got a problem with them. Well, no, it's not that you, you have to make uncomfortable decisions and you have to be uncomfortable having uncomfortable situations. You have to be comfortable rather having uncomfortable conversations. You have to be comfortable having difficult conversations and not take that home with you. You need to let that go, man. Look, you're not going to make everybody happy and that's okay. You do the best you can for the greater good. It's just like an MCI situation. Do the best you can for the greater good. Not going to save them all. And I think that- not going to save Right. And you're I think that- everybody. And you can't hold it personal. You can't take it personal that Joe Schmuckatelli's <laughs> three doesn't like the decision you made. Now I have a problem with Joe Schmuckatelli. No, the hell you don't. That makes you a poor leader. Back to our leadership episode. Sorry. Next man. So, and I think I think that comes comes back to having having a thick skin too. Is within the firehouse, like that's that's what we do. Is we dog on each other. We do whatever. You got to have like that thick skin. But but at the same time, like if something if something is too deep, if something is is where it's at, then you you need to be able to be vocal and let somebody know that hey. Like I am all about the the jokes. I'm all about the pranks. But like, can we can we not? Can you leave my whenever my mom, my wife? Can we not talk about you know? Let's get off my about, out of yours. Well, like, can we not talk? <laughs> can we not talk <laughs> about? Can we not talk about you know alcoholism or something like like yeah about being a drunk because I'm actually trying to to fix it right now or. You know, mm-hmm. I am trying to quit smoking, and and all you guys do yeah. is just rag on me about smoking. Like all these got firsthand experience of this. I mean, and we, as as your crew, as your peers, have to say, you know what, man, I respect you enough to honor that, Unky. You could probably speak to a lot of that. Like, did you talk to your coworkers when you were when you were dealing with your battle with yeah. yeah. Uh When I when I quit drinking, my I went to my lieutenant, and of course, I want to say neighbor, but he's one of my party guys. That we go out party, uh, go out to bars and stuff, and I would actually go to a lot of union functions. And after the night's over, Freddie knows that when the conference is over, it's 
a whole bunch of firefighters take to the streets, just take to the bars. She just pound them down. But it's it's not that bad. me. I don't know. I just took it differently. He helped me through it. We we went to like like two AA meetings. Just I just want to see what what you know how they work. I got heard some of those stories of it was pretty cool. Then COVID happened, and I just did everything my own. He was my check on balance, but I don't mind people. They they have a bourbon club, and I've gone with them to the liquor stores and stuff, and searched that stuff. I I got uh I bought stuff. You know, I'll be sober for families and friends, and uh, when they they tell me like, oh, this bourbon's good and that, and, you know, big, and it doesn't really bother me at all. But I get where it bothers other people. You know, like we say smoking. I try to quit smoking. They start razzing you on about it. You're like, forget it, man. I'm going out back to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. But how did you how did you manage with your crew at the time? Did you let them know, hey man, I'm really dealing with this and can we not can we kind of stay away from that conversation? I never say to stay away from the conversation. Um, but my buddy, uh that was my lieutenant, he knew what I was going through, but I mean, I know now I'd never Ask anybody to steer away from the conversation. Um, now at home, you know, I asked my wife, I was like, oh, let's not go there. Let's not go here. Right. You know, just for a little bit. I'm like, didn't answer your question. Cool about yeah, I, w- I was cool about it, you know, because it, it, was, it was my personal choice. Right. But yeah, I mean, as far as going too far is what I was getting at was letting, again, like, you, you know, your wife. You know, we're going, we're going on vacation. I don't know when this is going to air, but we're going on vacation. This coming up Sunday, the 30th of April. Uh, we're going to Disney for a couple of days and then we're going on a Disney cruise. And my wife's father-in-law is coming with us. And he, he's, I'm, I'm not going to say he's a recovering alcoholic. He was an alcoholic and he's been in, I guess technically they're all recovering, but whatever. He's time drinking a long time ago. So I try to really control how much I drink around him. So I'm probably not going to drink at all when we go on the cruise even though it's it's time time to do it, just out of respect for him. Yeah, you try to be respectful I, as I much as you can. Yeah, like I don't, you know what I mean. I don't. I just because I'm I don't have to have it. Sure, it 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 I enjoy it, and it to my in my opinion sometimes heightens my experience. But out of respect for him, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, because because some people will say I don't care because uh, I yeah. I asked to be a part of the beer video and now yeah, no way left I mean, me in that. He tells me, you know, Doug, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You go ahead and do what you want. I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's just, it's still, I just don't feel as comfortable. You know, it's just out of respect for you. It's, it's a respectful thing for me to do. Yeah. And you're the nice guy to consider that. Yeah. Yeah. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Uh, this is a good conversation, gents. I feel like we started out kind of like lighthearted and then all of a sudden we like dive, we dove deep into like what a good leader is. And I think that's, you know, like kind of the roots of what we're talking about because at the end of the day, we're all four of us sitting here trying to, you know, talk about how, you know, we're trying to be courteous of others because of things they're dealing with. And I mean, it's like, it's a huge tree, this whole topic that we're talking about. And there's a ton of roots that come down, right? From the root of what we're talking about with like, you know, certain things that you can even talk about in a certain room, you know what I mean? Because of what somebody might be going through. I think that's like super awesome. Um, that's just personal stuff. Don't forget politics and certain keywords be it for race or anything. You know, all the everything else they talk about. There's just keywords. It's just easy. I think it's just easier it, it, just to keep it lighthearted, keep it topical. Like, don't try and dive to the bedrock of somebody and 
and be the one that really gets the best singer. You know, like it doesn't benefit anybody, I think, to really to really try and hurt somebody when you're no, messing with them. Nobody wants to win at this, you know. There's not a winner. No, no, you're, you're right, and we're hurt anybody. You just you're trying to pass time and and make folks laugh. And I'm I'm big with humor. I love making people laugh. That's yeah. that's how I, that's that's where my satisfaction comes from is making other people happy. Yeah. You guys have a guy or a girl in your department that is just the prankster. Like I got a guy, and he's known for you know sticking uh, summer sausages in boots. Um, so you put your foot down, and there's a nice summer sausage waiting for you. Or um, we have this plastic snake that's been around um, our really big four station department, Doug. And so uh, it's made its way around, and it'll it'll all of a sudden you know uh, be on your your seat when you get into the fire engine. You know, uh, snake right there. Hey, if you want a snake, take a uh, old buy your old cheap tape measure and cut that rascal off, and then just coil it up and stick it places where it'll it'll expand when you open a door or whatever, and it will scare the piss out of you because that thing wants to straighten. <laughs> we call them rattlesnakes but uh yeah we've got quite a few uh, heavy in my department me and my previous rookie we went back and forth with an oatmeal cream pie for god six months probably we can keep hiding we because when you go to the emergency room you bring a you bring a snack back so it came somehow an oatmeal cream pie showed an oatmeal cake which they're delicious but i didn't i don't like, really like eating them but they're good but anyway we kept hiding this freaking oatmeal cake and it so some so one of us would find it in another way the the final way i think i won the thing i put it as gas cap one time which took him weeks to find but the final way i think i won was i taped it to his accelerator pedal and when he left one day he was like and i was up i was up in, in the upstairs of our our, our stations filming him when he left and he, he went to take off and he stopped and he went to take off and he stopped <laughs> and he put the, you can see he put the car in park because you can see the reverse lights come on and you know when it goes through reverse the park. He, he gets out of the car and he's looking around. <laughs> he finally found this thing taped to his accelerator. He was like, "What in this shit?" It was just a spongy feeling. But we kept we stick it in boots, and I put it under his pillow one night or in, in the sheets. And yeah, this is a harmless harmless thing. This is what Real quick, one of the one of the best ones that I, that I saw done. I I I didn't do it, but uh, every, everybody's got a pair of like hose rolling gloves. Like after the fire's over, they take like a pair of mechanics gloves or like uh, utility gloves or whatever, uh, they went through and they put grape Kool-Aid in the gloves. Oh. Uh, so your your hands are wet and sweaty or whatever, and then you're rolling these gloves. Right? Wires all, you're all packed up. You take the gloves off. Dude, his hands were purple for about a week, and it we was, had, it was incredible. We've had people do that in turnout boots. He had all these freaking notes. <laughs> The only the only other one is we had a uh, we had a real lifelike looking uh, CPR dummy. It was a baby, and the Red. face the face was just absolutely terrifying, and it would end up in somebody's rack constantly. So you'd walk into your your room and it'd be like laying on the pillow. And I don't know how many times uh, somebody walk in a room and you'd be sitting in the chair or something and you hear, holy, what the hell? God bless America. Like, and it was just, even if you knew it was in there, you came around the corner and it just, it really, it was so terrifying that it ate at your soul. And those are the best, those are the best pranks where you jump and then you like laugh about it right afterwards. Yeah. 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 
I got a good while at the share off camera. Oh, yeah. Yes. We, at one of my stations, uh, previous department, they had the pull down uh, ceilings. And so you could just easily push the ceiling up. And so we put a big thousand CC bag. Yeah. With the drip. So you can. Yeah. What the, that's Where the hell is that coming from, dude? That's a classic. That's such a good one. That's a classic. Well, good. Anybody else got anything uh, fantastic to say about banter or harassment? Well, Franks. 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 None uh, that I want to share live, sir. Yeah, right. All right. Um, is, uh, so I guess today's my uh, recipe. Yeah. What do you uh, think? So I've got, so you guys are going to laugh at me, but you have to be proud of me. Because I have always been a red meat and potatoes guy. And now that I've had a cardiac event, I got to kind of stay away from the red meat. And so I'm venturing more towards fish and chicken, but I also love turkey. And so I make the smoked um, turkey burgers are so good, dude. And I I won't get too, too into it, but a pound of Jenny O, 93%. And you shred up a zucchini and shred up a, a carrot, salt, pepper, um, maybe some Elizabeth salt in there, uh, yes. and, and some garlic, uh, put some garlic in there and just mash that thing up, man. Uh, with some jalapeno, dice up some jalapenos and put it Wait. in there. You stick that on the smoker and smoke it, you know, until it's done or whatever. But you, and then when it's right before it's done, you put some grilled onion, you put a tomato and a little, and like a couple pieces of avocado. And then on top of that, a piece of provolone cheese and the provolone cheese melts over it and keeps it all on the burger. Smash that with a brioche bun. You're hold it like this. Heck yeah, dude. It's so good. We got to a point. It sounds good. We were eating two of them <laughs> during yeah. dinner at one of my stations because they were so good. I mean, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'll eat that. That's for sure. Yeah. Do we have a rookie tip? Douglas. Yeah, yeah I'll uh, I'll talk about the rookie tip for the week. It kind of goes along with uh, what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about social media and the usage of such as a representative of sorts of your community your city whatever the case may be um because whether you know it or not if you're if you wear a badge that signifies your city your county or whatever you are a representative of that that place um sorry my dog's going crazy behind me so we're going to talk about how social media has really affected that and how it can really the pitfalls of social social media and how it can can really uh trip you up how it can be good but also how it can be bad Watch got, what you say. I got some good ones for this one that I can yeah. up with. Yeah, this is a big this is a deal right now because again, we're we're in the social age, the uh, the technological age. Social media is everywhere: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It doesn't uh, disappear. It, it, you read it like it's it's everywhere, and you know we preach again, preaching to my my kids on my ball team that you know once it goes out, it's there forever. You might think it's deleted, but it's not. It's there forever. Somebody can put their hands on it some way. Somebody who's a lot smarter than me, but regardless, mm. we're going to talk about all that stuff uh, next time we get together. Very good. Yeah. Um, so we are in May, and we all know that this is a very important month for us. We have a, an awesome promotion, uh, the the podcast that has already dropped with uh, Taylor's Tins. Go and purchase your tin um, shield, uh, helmet shield uh, from taylorstins.com. And you're going to be supporting, uh, so that's it right there. Unky's got it. If you can see the video, the Cool Fireman Podcast. Uh, this demo. paper 
That's but this is this, but that's design. design. So it comes uh, as aluminum uh, tin, and uh, yeah, go get one of those. Uh, and uh, the proceeds are going towards the First Responders Children's Foundation. Um, and we're going to try to get them on. Maybe hopefully they might have already been on um, the podcast, but uh, we're going to try to get them on. It's a good foundation, and we're giving back. None of the money goes to us. Um, and so it's a great foundation. So go out there and buy your tin, uh, your personalized tin, and then whatever else you want too. Cause they got, yeah. what did he say? 400 things. on 400. Yeah. Variations. Yep. 400 and some items on there. And just to touch on that, um, these are very affordable tins as far as, uh, donations go or, or, or price point goes. Um, I think they're even cheaper than his normal fire. I, I don't know if they're any, again, I don't know the price point, but they're very affordable, yeah. but any money we make at any point through any means with this podcast is not going to any of our pockets. It is all going to the, uh, foundation that Matt just mentioned the, uh, first responders children's foundation. We, we have zero desire to ever make a dollar from this zero. And I just want to drive that home. Any funds, whether it be, hey, man, I, I want to send you guys some money to help with the podcast. All right, man, cool. We appreciate that. We'll take that money, but we're going to send it right back to them because we, we, none of us are hurting for money. We're not, we didn't do this to do that. We got, we've done this to talk about the job and to bring awareness to certain topics. And now it is spun into the point where I think we can make some money and make it, make a, make a difference. And that's all we care about. Yeah. So any money we make, I just want to drive that home, not just on the, the 10 of the month is going to be our first thing. We're going to probably drop you some t-shirts and, and stickers and, and some other stuff and, you know, whatever, but any money we, we make or, or not even make any money that comes into us. If I have to come out of my pocket for a hundred dollars and we make a hundred dollars, I don't care about my hundred dollars. That hundred is going to the, to whatever. So I think all of us share that same thought. So I just want to drive that home. That's all. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Um, very well said. And one thing that we're trying to do on every episode, and we're trying to be <clears throat> vigilant in doing it, uh, is a moment of silence for the first responders all over the country and the world that uh, have paid their ultimate sacrifice. And, you know, I haven't seen one specifically um, uh, in the last week or so, uh, but we know that it's just it's just too high of a number that uh, public, you know, our public service uh, members are dying. And so uh, we want to do a moment of silence. So please join us in a brief moment of silence. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, with that being said, boys, another great episode of the Cool Fireman Podcast. Everybody out there, uh, please uh, hit that subscribe button and help us out. Uh, you know, it pushes out to more people. Like Doug said, we're not doing this to gain monetary. We're literally trying to help people. And we just love that the five of us have come together, even though Nick isn't here every shit, every time. But um, the five of us have come together and gained our own little brotherhood from it. And we love sharing it. And the way that we can share it and help other people is if we could spread the word. And so with that being said, we have a special announcement at the end of this podcast. So, but uh, it is shift change, boys. Uh, I think uh, every my cities and I'm ready to go. What, Doug? I said every pod. We need to put that at the end of all. It's going to be at the end of every podcast. Nice. That'll be, that'll be our takeout. So we are out. Before you leave, Hit that subscribe button 
turn on notifications, and give these firemen a huge thumbs up. Also, make sure you check out thecoolfireman.com for more. Thanks!